We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, MBW Digital proudly presents the Oxford Exxon Podcast. I'd say thanks for tuning in. But why am I going to give you a round of applause for something you're supposed to do, to be frank? And now, here are your hosts, Chase Parm. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCready. I deserve to be on TV. Welcome in. Tuesday edition, Oxford Exxon Podcast. Chase Parm, Neil McCready. Clark Ford Studio here with you today. The uh, Major League Baseball draft, very unkind to the Ole Miss Rebels. Frankly, the uh, the day was so we'll uh, discuss that from a baseball standpoint um speaking of baseball it's hard to be dumber than uh brad bohannon and his cohort hort were in this uh gambling probe into the university of alabama that originated in cincinnati pat 40 uh i think with a story if it's not 40 it was, it was at least 40. sports illustrated it this was, morning was 40. uh i'm going to read some of that to you because it was uh quite something that's all we know how to say that uh, father's son have now won the uh, home run derby. Vlad Jr. pulling it off last night. Vlad Sr. back in the day. There you go. Vlad Sr. back in the day uh, knocking that out. So uh, that more coming up on the show. Show brought to you every day by the Oxford Exxon. You know about the ribs, the lunch specials, all the things here locally. They can uh, serve you every single day there. Also, uh, the donuts, those are in Clinton and Brookhaven. You know about those. They are uh, homemade every day. And then also doing uh, ice cream day this Sunday, the Oxford Crystal. Actually, all the crystals. Brookhaven, Byram, Gluckstadt, Oxford, Saltillo. Sunday, $1 ice cream from 11 to 5 p.m., 11 a.m., 5 p.m. there. And then uh, also speaking of crystals, the uh, Saltillo open 24 hours again. Now 24 hours on that one just outside Tupelo. Again, coming to you from the Clark Ford studio. We are Clark Ford is in Amory, Mississippi, 662-257-1900. Call that number. Ask for Corey Clark. Tell Corey what Ford product you're looking for. He'll send you a quote within 15 minutes in business hours. It's right to the bottom line. There's no hassle. There's no haggle. You get your quote. The rest completely up to you. You can shop that quote around. Do what I've done. What I recommend that you do. That's hop into a Clark Ford today. You will love the product. You'll love the service. They go above and beyond. Corey and the people at Clark Ford want to be your car guy. They want to be your truck guy. They'll prove to you what that means. When you make the call, 662-257-1900. Guest will join uh, this week on the MyPerfectFranchise.net hotline. If you're a displaced corporate executive or you're wanting to put your career in your own hands, maybe you're an experienced entrepreneur looking to diversify. Either way, Andy Ludeke can help. He owns multiple franchises and businesses and uses his expertise to help others find their American dream through a very thorough and free 
consultation process. So call Andy, put your life and your career in your own hands. It's 100% free. You've got nothing to lose. Find your perfect franchise at myperfectfranchise.net or contact Andy anytime at andy at myperfectfranchise.net or you can call cell phone 404-973-9901. We're finally knocking out Hamilton over here. Uh, I'm rereading some parts of it. Just parts, though? Mm-hmm. Really? Yep. What caused you to do that? Uh, just interest in it. Okay. Just stuff that's happening in the world today. Really? Yep. I mean, I got through it, um, but it is a it is a long, deep read. I do not know that I'll ever pick it back up and 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 knock it out. While again, I I was I was criminal of this a little bit, and I think you probably have been with some books you read. True crime does this to you a lot. Is getting the context into the meat takes so long in this book that I was kind of like, okay, just keep going, keep yeah. going. I'm yep. I'm really interested in some things, but I got to get to those things, and it, it takes a minute to get there. Yeah, it's, that's it's a, that's true. Um, I'm now about to start doing a deep dive on Napoleon in advance of this movie that's coming out in really? Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. The movie looks fantastic. Okay. Looks fantastic. I watched a, a um, preview yesterday. It was like three and a half minutes. It just looked. They did their job? Looks insanely good. I don't know that I. Probably like most people. I mean, I can know just enough to be dangerous, but I don't think I know much intricacies of Napoleon at all. I bet I'm pretty weak there if I really had to think about it. I know a decent amount. He's a fascinating dude, obviously, and um, yeah, I want to, I want to, I want to be well versed before I go see it in the theater. But you're ready for it. You're, oh, you're, yeah. I mean, no, that, I mean, your your energy is picked up here mm-hmm. talking about this movie. Looks fantastic. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I think it's Joaquin Phoenix. Is it? Is that right? Plays Napoleon. Oh, playing Napoleon. I think, I think so. Yeah. Too tall. Do you know that Napoleon actually there's some there's some that he might not have been short, might have been six two six three. Oh, that tall even. Yeah, because that that would be commanding back then. That it has something to do with something that ha- I, again I'm ready to do the deep dive. So where are you starting? How do we do the Napoleon I, deep dive? I'm going to do some research on books. I'm going to order a couple of books, are and you? it's going to be my distraction from football in the fall. Because you know how this is. <laughs> You can get people that don't do what we do cannot understand what I'm about to say, but you can get to a place if you're not careful where sometime on Sunday afternoon, the sight of football is like, no, I'm good. I don't want to watch anybody. You can just write about it and talk about it and write about it and talk about it and write about it and talk about it and watch it. And and you're like, oh my God, it's October and you're burned out. So you have to have some other things to distract yeah and you're setting that up being proactive hey this yeah. is I'm, I'm i'm headed in yeah. i'm getting prepared i'm doing all the things that yeah that, that that need to happen you just need a little need a little moment sometimes to get away from it so that's gonna be my thing maybe that day after thanksgiving if we have time unless we're covering something crazy maybe slip off to a theater for a little while i mean you're kind of blowing me out now because six two six three would be yeah, I mean that tall. changes changes everything. He's got a terrible press agent because if Napoleon is known to be six two six three, it's a totally different game for him. Sure. Now in in the legacy department. Yeah, I got I got I got to dig in on it, but I'm planning to. So I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll try not to bring I mean, it, it here. Cha- all the time, I mean, it would but. change my life because I mean, for years, you know, everybody gets mad at Mike on the message board and calls him Little Napoleon. Yeah. So no longer be able to do that. Go now, Napoleon was a commanding presence yeah 
Yep. Mike had a rough day yesterday, huh? What a good one. Um, so kicked off yesterday morning. I guess technically Mike knew the day before. J.D. Urso, the uh, shortstop that transferred from the University of Tampa, um, division school there, powerhouse. His dad's the head coach at Tampa. He's been on campus, been working out, um, had transferred to Ole Miss in the portal, um, and he just quit. He didn't uh, get blindsided everybody to the best of my knowledge to this point of what I've gathered. Nobody was anticipating it. Uh, people have been using the word homesick. I don't know that that is the most accurate thing, but I don't know that that's the most inaccurate thing either. He clearly wanted to be back close to home or at least was not happy being this far away from home, however you want to to, to phrase that. Um, probably some other relationships involved in this, um, best I can tell. And I think he will either return to Tampa or he will sign some sort of professional contract um, to go ahead and start yeah. a, a professional career and be a th- third-day draft pick or a minor league situation when that happened. Uh, and now, look, you know, I, I've seen some people go, hey, well, you know, do you not try to talk it. You, you don't talk somebody out of that once that's the decision. It, no. They're not going to be happy. You're not going to get their best peace, love, and move on yeah. with your day. What, what do you do? I mean, um, someone comes in and says, there's stuff going on in my life, and I, I can't be here. The answer is okay. Okay, yeah. So he made that decision, a decision that, took it where he was going to be the Harding shortstop for Ole Miss next season. It was, I mean, I I would have a hard time finding a path where that were not going to be the case. Had he stayed, um, that put extra emphasis on whatever happened with Cooper Pratt later in the day, clearly. Um, yeah. Cooper Pratt, uh, most people thought it was probably safe after the third, fourth round um, because they believed him. Um, right. And I know that sounds critical, but it's just the truth. Um, sure. The Brewers end up taking him in the sixth round. When you look at what the Brewers did in the rest of their draft, they prepared to pay um, an overslot price to Cooper Pratt. Um, but the most startling thing was it appeared that they were preparing to pay a pretty large number to him because they really signed several guys that could be underslot right. guarantees to to sign there. And instead, uh, Multiple sources saying Cooper Pratt has signed for one point four million, or at least give or take. There, let, let me interrupt you. Yep, for a ahead. moment, because yep. um, I, I, Frank Webb's probably not the only person that's wondering how this works a little bit. Okay, I know sure. how it works. You know how it works because we're in the business. Okay, sure. He says, Chase, explain drafting a guy later and paying above slot. Why not just draft him earlier if he is worth it? Especially when you draft guys before him, you know you can get for under slot. How does how does that work? Well, you're doing a couple things. You're, you have a pool of money. You have a pool of money. You're, you know, you like the guy you take in the second round or the third round or the first round or whatever. You like him. You like him a lot to take him. Right. You know that he will take a lesser amount. So you're not necessarily hedging, but you kind of are. You're going, hey, I can come up with this group. I just have to do it out of order than I normally would because if I take Cooper Pratt here, I can't get that guy later. And that guy's still making more than Pratt's making. Yeah. I mean, he's he's still getting like a second round guy's two point eight or something. He might be taking two eight instead of like. And I'm just making numbers. Had up. the Pirates taken Max Clark, they would have had more money to work with to potentially sign a Cooper Pratt type down the right. road from what they had to pay Skeens. Right. They can go, no, 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 no. Why don't we pay that guy $1 million less, and that'll give us $1 million more to pay this dude down the line. I'll give you an example. 
Yesterday in the third round, I think, the Cubs took the shortstop from Florida. Josh Rivera. He's a senior. He has no leverage. He has to take a Snickers bar if they offer I mean, they're going to give him twenty grand. Yeah. And the slot for that spot is probably 1-1. So they literally saved a million bucks that they can spend elsewhere in the draft. It's, it's just strategic. What it tells you is the Brewers called Cooper Pratt and said, if we give you X, will you take, will it? You take it? And his answer was affirmative. Yes, because it has to be affirmative because they can't get into a thing where they go, oh, well, hell, now we've got a problem. Because the money doesn't carry over. No. So, like, there was – I'll give you another Cubs example because I've read a lot about the Cubs this morning because that's I'm an idiot and I'm a junkie and I can't help it. I need help. Um, they took Jackson Wiggins, the injured pitcher from Arkansas, in the compensatory rounds. Yeah. And apparently they have not agreed to a number yet. And the point was – and he'll take it. They're going to sign him. But the point was – he still has the leverage of being able to go back to Arkansas. And if, let's say, he did, or he got in the portal and went wherever, they don't keep that money. The money that – and that's – it was a a pool that they got for making an offer to Wilson Contreras, who signed with the Cardinals in free agency. That was their compensation pick for losing Wilson Contreras to free agency, even though the Cubs made a, a one-year offer. Mm-hmm. But if they – let's say in the scenario Wiggins goes back to college – they lose that money. It's gone. You don't get to carry it over to another year. It's gone. And yes, they're absolutely rolling the dice that somebody else doesn't take Cooper Pratt first. Yes. 100%. Yes, they, they had a plan. And frankly, their plan was, and they probably weren't the only team that knew it, but that, and Chase and I were talking about this before the show. This is going to come across as critical, and I don't mean for it to, because people have to make their own decisions. Some Obviously, some teams believed, hey, my number is two or whatever he said his number was. Yeah. The Brewers obviously had intelligence that, no, his number is actually not that high. We can get this done. We can get this done. He wants to play pro ball. And if we give him one, four, I think that's the number, I right? think, Yeah, that's the number that keeps going around. We'll go with One, it. four, one, five, whatever. If, if we give him that number, he will sign. And so they figured out a way to make that. Because they're trying to sign as many good players as they can to put them in their system with the hopes that as the funnel goes down, that more and more guys make it to Milwaukee. Yeah. I mean, what, what I don't like about the situation, frankly, is that it just did not seem to be very well communicated to everyone. Hey, no, that's not the real number because look, yeah, there is two sides of this. Look, Cooper Pratt needs to do what's best for Cooper Pratt. Congratulations. Hello, baseball player is going to go Milwaukee and whatever. I, Ole Miss would be dumb to have not prepared for this possibility in any stretch of imagination, and they have. I, right. Do I know names? No, but I know there are on several guys that they were going to be on in case. Right. Um, now, they didn't expect the Urso problem, too, but nonetheless. Right. Uh, and then second, though, you would hope that the school had a really good understanding of what the player's true number was to prepare for the likelihood and percentages that this happens. If I have an issue, that is my issue is that, Hey, nobody's mad at anybody. Just be honest. Hey, right. here's what it takes. Here's what's cool, whatever. And I mean, I, it's, it's a little shocking because I mean, had you said this is how it's going to go down, I, I would not have predicted it only because of the Boris angle and mm-hmm. that being the number. Cause you know, it's not even like, hey, two, three turned into two. One, four is a substantial drop. There. Sure. I sure. mean, the, one, four tells me 
that there was a bit of a shell game going on and he was never really serious about going to school. That's what it tells me too. Because if you're willing to take one four, you are always going to be able to get one four. Ole Miss was just leverage. Yeah. That's what it is. You know, and you're right. I mean, if you're the Ole Miss baseball staff, you you had to be planning for this possibility. It had to be on your list of possible outcomes. But now, and I and I think that they've regrouped, and I think they're on some guys, and we'll see where it comes out here in the next few days after the draft hits. I, I do think there's some possibilities here that are okay, that are not going to be the death nail to the season or anything. But needing a replacement when you had Urso is completely different now than needing whatever you need without Urso. Right. Because this will not be the roster come 2024. Okay, everybody? Will not, will not, will not. But today... Ethan Lejay is the only shortstop on the roster. And Ethan Lejay has to be dodged in the draft a little today, too. There's no guarantee that he's not a third-day pick. So they got work to do. The portal closes on the 13th. I do think some guys are going to jump in the portal in the next too. 48 hours. But There's some JUCO possibilities. I think you have to be realistic, though. The, the meat of the portal has kind of been consumed if the portal's a grocery store, there's still some items around, but the stock, the shelves are, the shelves are not as stocked as they were two weeks ago. No, where Ole Miss could potentially hit, or any school could hit, but Ole Miss has the best sales pitch in the world right now because they don't have a shortstop. Right. Is a kid who just thought he was getting drafted, and now when it, when he didn't get what he thought, he jumps in the portal. Right. There are a couple kids that I think are going to pop in that way, where. They just didn't even go through the effort and the deal because they just knew they were going to go pro and it didn't turn out in the draft like they thought they were going to get. And then they end up back in school and in the portal and and moving from there. So, look, yes, huge blow to Ole Miss. Both of them were in different ways. Pratt, because you knew who your starting shortstop was for three years. Three. I mean, you knew that that was going to be it for, for a while. And Ole Miss was going to be able to stick him in the eight hole or the nine hole this year and let him hit a little bit and be a contact guy and play shortstop and – do all these things, and it was kind of set. And now you're you don't have a long term answer, and you're trying to find immediate help from portals and transfers to figure out what this is going to look like for 2024. So we don't we don't know yet. Um, working on it, trying to get names. I think a lot of that will start popping after uh, the draft today, um, and then and then move on from there. But that's kind of where that sits uh, currently for Ole Miss. The one it look it's it's a sliver, but a silver lining is. They have more NIL available all of a sudden because these guys who would have made it to campus were going to get paid. Right. So suddenly your 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 budget went up a little bit. You can go shopping um, with whatever is in the grocery store at that point. So there's no doubt about that. Um, elsewhere yesterday, Jack Doherty taken in the ninth round by the Twins. That is a basically a senior sign, even though he had eligibility remaining. The Twins are saving money to spend somewhere else in their pool. But hey, really happy for Jack. Go. He, he wanted to sign anyway, no matter where he was taken. So congratulations to him. He gets to move on. He uh, obviously will have some legacy after what he did in game one against Oklahoma last year. Um, so we'll see. Uh, that was it from that standpoint. No other recruits are a problem moving forward again. Probably should at least keep an eye on J today. Um, I think that's a possibility, even though I haven't heard much. And then uh, as long as he sticks to a number, again, back to the Pratt thing, you're probably okay with Xavier Rebus at this point, um, unless some team just gets psycho. But a team can only sign a player past the tenth round for 125,000 or less. Right, there is a cap to this. Right, your so, your leverage 
Where you can manipulate is the first 10 Yes, rounds. you can't use savings past round 10. Right. If you're round 11 or, or higher or a free agent, 125 is your cap. Right. At that point. So, again, as long as people are sticking to numbers, you're probably okay, except for maybe watching LeJ. I'll... Assuming he's not drafted today, I'll check with Rivas tonight. I'll update you guys best that uh, that I can. But that's sort of where it sits from a baseball standpoint right now. It's not a uh, not a grand day for uh, for the Rebels there. Um, we'll see. It happens. It happens every year to teams. It just does. I mean, I'm not. I'm not surprised. I think it's what I expected. I thought he would go sooner and ask for more and get it. Right. I thought one or two teams would take him in the third, second, somewhere in there, pay the, you know, at least one eight, one nine, get up close to it, and then kind of see where it goes at that point. Um, yeah, where are the Cubs spending their save money? Um, I don't know. I haven't really, I haven't read enough deep into it to know where they're spending their saved money i would i would guess that they're i don't think they saved anything on um the first round pick in fact i think they're gonna pay slot or even over slot on him they'll have to pay wiggins to get him because wiggins has leverage although i'm sure wiggins wants to go play pro he'd be crazy to go back to college after a tommy john you know what i mean yes i mean you just yeah i mean you're just (laughs) That's would, not the answer. You would look at him and go, "Dude, is there anything in your in your skull right now? What are you What are you doing?" It's one. It's one thing to bet on yourself. It's another thing to be an idiot, jump off a mountain without a parachute. Right? It's um, betting on yourself. I'm going to be okay. Whew, uh, yeah, it'd be a real, um, be a real gamble. If you want me to, dr- if you want to hear me drawing on and on about uh, Jacob Gonzalez and Calvin Harris, I was on a uh, a Sugar White Sox podcast yesterday. It just got posted a minute ago. It's called Sox Machine. Is a member of the Blue Wire Network. Uh, so if you'd like to hear us discuss uh, mostly Harris and Gonzalez and a touch of Elko there at the end, you can uh, you can you can do that. Real quick, there's some people in the thread talking about they don't like that players can go straight to professional baseball. It. it Farm systems are so different that there would be, and the way college baseball is with scholarships and stuff, you just you you couldn't institute a rule that required guys to go play college baseball. It would it would be, frankly, it would be for for professional baseball, it would be suicidal for them to to even contemplate. And they would never get a kid until he was twenty one to even put in the system. Yeah, and look, we're down in this part of the country where there's a lot of really good development. On the whole, in terms of your development, you're probably better off going into a professional system. There are obviously programs down here. We've talked about it, Ole Miss and LSU and Texas A&M and Texas and Arkansas and Mississippi State and on and on that put a lot of resources into college baseball. The rest of the country, not so much. So you're better off going into a professional organization and basing yourself in Arizona or Florida and developing yeah. Going to continue with um, college baseball in a minute because I want to make fun of Brad Bohannon. So I'll do that after the uh, break. But first, Heavenly Sunshine Property Services, the opportunity to remind you about the importance of taking care of your outdoor living spaces. Regular maintenance is a key to preserving the beauty and integrity of your home. The most effective ways is to maintain through power washing. Some of the key benefits include curb appeal, damage prevention, creating a healthier environment, also saves you time and money. They've been serving the Mid-South and Oxford for four decades. Their full-service commercial and residential property maintenance 
includes power washing, soft wash cleaning, facade cleaning, and window cleaning. Don't wait until it's too late. Contact them today and enjoy a brighter, cleaner outdoor living space. Visit the website heavenlysunshine.com, 662-342-1203. Book your free estimate. Use code MPW10 for a 10% discount. Our next partner is Athletic Greens. I drink AG1 by Athletic Greens literally every day. I gave AG1 a try because I wanted better gut health, sustained energy, immune system support, and I hate taking pills. I drink AG1 every morning. I love knowing I'm doing something good for my body, giving my body the nutrition it craves, and covering my nutritional bases. Covering my nutritional bases for the day literally couldn't be easier, which is why I trust Athletic Greens. I just mix one small scoop of AG1 with water and drink it first thing each morning. Done. I also feel also like that it costs less than $3 a day. It's pretty good if you ask me. It's a really effective daily habit with the highest quality sourced ingredients. It's a win-win. If a comprehensive solution is what you need for your supplement routine, then Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com slash MPW. That's athleticgreens.com slash MPW. W. Check it out. Podcast also brought to you by Lake Hill Motors, Corinth, Mississippi. Check out their zero-turn Bobcat mowers. They have a complete line of mowers ranging from the entry-level residential ZT2000 with a cutting speed of 7 miles per hour to the top-of-the-line commercial ZT7000 with a mowing speed of 13 miles per hour. All Bobcat mowers come with the trademarked Tough Deck cutting system constructed with heavy-gauge Fabricated steel for durability and improved vacuum lift, providing a reliably perfect manicured finish every time. The Bobcat line is priced below MSRP. It comes with a three-year warranty, and currently Bobcat is offering 0% financing for 60 months or up to $2,000 cash discounts for cash purchases or financing at regular rates. Get $100 off if you mention that you heard about it on the podcast you can contact uh, Michael McCullough in Corinth at 662-871-6918 or visit him in person at 2003 Highway 72 East Annex in Corinth. We're brought to you by Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating, different names, same great products and services. If you live in Oxford, Batesville, Tupelo, or the surrounding area, call Comer, 662-801-1777. If you live in Hernando, Memphis, or the surrounding area, call Southern, 662 662- 429-4429. A-Stock is a Nashville-based online retail company with the mission to provide customers the power to name their price. All items start at just $1. That's right. Every item starts at just $1, no matter what the retail value may be. So shop now at astock.bid. That's A-S-T-O-C-K dot B-I-D. Or download their app and name your price on thousands of items from big-name retailers. A-Stock has multiple locations around Nashville as well as Memphis. Um, some in Indiana and more coming soon that offer local pickups. So don't miss out. Podcast is brought to you by Northeast Spark. Two packages, the 100 Mbps, that's the Ignite, or the Blaze, the one gig that powers the Clark Ford Studio. I have it at home as well. Your hometown team bringing you world-class broadband. That's anyspark.com, 662-238-3159. Phone service, portal controls, network security, a wireless mesh extender for those who need the extra step, and much more. So again, give them a call, 662 238 Three one five nine. So it's popped up yes this morning. Um, we've been talking about the uh, Alabama betting probe for a while now, as uh, it cost Bohannon his job. It popped up 
late in the season. The uh, the interim Jackson did a, a hell of a job leading them to a uh, super regional berth. They lose to Wake Forest. They have uh, now uh, made their hire as uh, as well as they move forward here. Um, I'm just going to read for a minute. And I usually don't like doing this, but it is so crazy that I'm just going to read the first few paragraphs to set this up. On April 28th, Burt Eugene Neff Jr. walked into a bet MGM sports book at Great American Ballpark in Cincinnati in possession of a large amount of cash, looking to make a huge score. His proposed wager quickly aroused concern and suspicion among the staff. Three people with familiar with the investigation told SI that Neff wanted to bet more than $100,000 on a college baseball game that night, Alabama at number one LSU. The game had gotten virtually no gambling traffic, and Neff's desired bets on the Tigers far exceeded the sport book's established house limit on college baseball. It was a foolhardy act that created a surreal scene, and the ripple effects from that incident continued to be felt more than a month later. Fueled by hubris and perhaps desperation, Neff, an obscure youth league coach from Mooresville, Alabama, with a penchant for networking and recruiting circles, I'm blown away and shocked right now, yes. by the way. Let me just, let me just give that aside that... Networking and recruiting circles and a little league coach. We hit the entire bingo card yep. as we are uh, as we are doing this. Stunning. He stood at the window and pleaded his case for making this huge wager to the book staff. The sources say he indicated that he had inside. He <laughs> indicated that he had inside information on the game, and he did in the palm of his hand. I'm going to walk up there and go. Nope, nope, nope. I know something you don't know, and I'll <laughs> prove it to you. Neff was texting with Alabama baseball coach Brad Bohannon via the encrypted messaging app Signal while with the betting window, attempting to place the wager, the sources say. So, okay, we're trying to be real secret. We're not going to use the government's, the university cell phone. We're going to use Signal, basically like WhatsApp for people who haven't. Okay. It, it's, it's all encrypted. Nope, nope, nope. We're being spies right now, but we're going to carry it up to the window. His texting was indiscreet to the point that the book's video surveillance cameras were able to zoom in on the details of Neff and Bohannon's text exchange, making Bohannon's name visible later in screenshots. <laughs> awesome. Video cameras can see the text conversation back and forth, a source said. It couldn't have been more reckless. The information that Neff had received, Alabama was scratching its ace starting pitcher for the game, Luke Holman, due to back tightness. He was being replaced by Hagen Banks, who hadn't started a game since mid-March. Bohannon was not an unwitting pawn, the sources say. The coach was aware that Neff was placing the bets on LSU and against his team, they say. It's unclear whether he himself was wagering on the game through Neff, but he knew what was transpiring. One of the people familiar with the investigation said he was part of an ongoing text chain with Neff and his gambling associates. I, I, I mean, He lost not just his job, his but career. his career over this. Over less than twenty percent in total of his salary. Think, I mean, think about it from a monetary ways. Even it's not even like you know what. If I do this, I'm going to get nineteen million dollars, and I'm going to go buy an island. It's like two months' pay, even if all the money was his, which of course it wasn't. No, maybe very little of it was. And maybe some, none of it was. And and, and don't you think you got to go? Hey, uh, Neff, my man, you got to be cool with this. He trusted this cat. The guy threw a tantrum at the window. Saying he knew something. And then basically told them what he knew. And when you're in a casino, it's the reason like the, the whole White House cocaine thing is completely di disingenuous. When you're in a casino, you know everything you do is on video. They've got cameras all over that thing. Walk through a casino 
every move you make with the possible exception of like going into a restroom stall is on video. Well, it's a good point in the stream. I mean, they made a bet where the odds were clearly in LSU's favor. It wasn't like an underdog deal where Skeens was being scratched and you went, no, hey, we're jumping on Alabama right now. Right, right. We're going to get these great odds. No, you're facing Skeens. The best pitcher in the country is pitching. It... So the money line had, I mean, I don't know what it was, but it had to be minus 200. Right? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm guessing. I mean, 160, whatever. whatever. I, don't I, I, I don't pay a lot of attention to college baseball gambling lines because, like, I'm, I'm kind of like Kyle Peterson. I didn't really know that was a thing. Like, I knew you could, once teams got to Omaha or whatever, you could put, like, a a wager on who you think will win, right? Like you, you'll be like, hey, I'll, I'll put, I got four to one odds on Texas winning the College World Series. I, I knew there was that kind of gambling, but I didn't know people were betting on individual college baseball games. Kyle says, and as an Alabama fan, I'm glad he got fired. If he was that stupid, we need a coach that knows how to cheat. I mean, look, there is some. Hey, if you're willing to get caught in this way, I got problems. I mean, it's robbing a bank just walking in without a mask on. This is... You know it's on video. I've in some form covered recruiting for almost 20 years, and this might be the dumbest thing that it, that I've encountered in sports. When you really think about it. Because yeah. of what the benefit is versus the cost and the execution. Well, and you have to know if you're Brad Bohannon. Hey, on that Friday afternoon, when you're on the phone, he's literally in uniform in Baton Rouge. Yes. You have to know when you place this text or call or whatever that, hey, I am risking my career right now. And for what? The high of – and he ended up – they they had a good team. They made the Sweet 16, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Just stupidity. Really – Yes, the only time I'm ever going to encourage people to wear a mask. If you're robbing a bank, wear a mask. But look, 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 look. I owe DJ Law an apology. The guy who signed with four different schools. I look back and go, you know what? That made more sense. I get it. You were setting up backup plans everywhere. You couldn't decide on Ole Miss in Utah, so you signed with both. And you had a JUCO backup in case you didn't qualify for both. You know Thinking ahead. I, full circle here. I don't know the exact quote, but I was reading it yesterday. It You're from, tying this to Alexander Hamilton? Napoleon. Oh, okay. <laughs> Napoleon made a quote. He turned out to be he was a great orator. And one of his quotes was along the lines of, there's really no such thing as equality. You can have equality of rights, but you'll never have equality of faculties. Some oh. people are just going to be smarter than others. Well, that's true. Period. We can all have the same rights and we can all have the same fundamental whatever. But at the end of the day, some people are just better equipped than others. Some people are just smarter than others, period. That You can't legislate that. Can't fix it. Can't be done. And Bohannon clearly was an idiot. And here's the thing. 
if you think that was the first time, you have a lot more faith in humanity than I do. Yeah, I mean, I mean, they acted like it was the first time because they were stupid enough, but probably wasn't. There are a little bit of tentacles on this. Um, Neff's wagers were not the only suspicious bets placed on that Alabama LSU game. On the same day that Neff was attempting to bet six figures in Cincinnati, some of his associates were trying to place large wagers at locations in his home state of Indiana. Those wagers were also flagged under investigation by the Gaming Commission. Uh, Neff's son, Andrew, is a pitcher at the University of Cincinnati. Two Bearcat staffers, assistant Kyle Sprague and operations director Andy Nagel, were terminated May 17th. Their exact defense is not clear, but two people familiar say that they were aware of Neff's gambling activity, which the men did not report to administrators. The school launched a review and publicly acknowledged the dismissal of the two. Um, and then the head coach, Scott Guggins, resigned May 31st as well, yeah. um, involved in this. Neither Nagel nor Sprague have been accused of betting on Cincinnati games, but they appear to have had some involvement um, in Neff's activity. As it moved forward, so. Oh, I didn't know this. His gambling practices have spilled over to a third school. Two sources say a source with knowledge of the ongoing investigation say the NCAA has initiated an inquiry into Xavier, which also is located in Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Their uh, spokesman told Sports Illustrated, "It's not our role to confirm or not deny any contact with NCAA." You know, Greg Christopher would not agree with that. He would say <laughs> you should you should give all the stuff to the NCAA. Um. Uh, Greg Christopher. Iser says the Musketeer baseball coaches are familiar with Neff, but characterize the relationship as similar to that of many staffs around the Midwest who deal with people involved in recruiting circles. Um, they won the Big East tournament and then were eliminated in the NCAA tournament by Oregon. So He was a college pitcher at Louisville and Indiana back in the day. Yeah. But heavily involved with the youth baseball circuit in central Indiana. <laughs> Shocked. I think I'm done. <laughs> I, I can almost predict what this guy wears every day. I mean, I, I there's no there's no shocker here. Had he been born just a smidge earlier, he absolutely would have been the guy in the really tight spandex coaching shorts, like with the <laughs> tube socks up over the knee from the '80s back in the day. Yeah, I mean, he's you saw way too much with those shorts. That's true. Greg Burns had a year. He's had a year. I mean, all jokes aside now, he's had he's had to deal with some stuff. That was the easy one. The other one was complicated. Yeah, Neff was for sure going to give Bohannon a kickback. But that's my point. Oh, no a, doubt. A kickback? You're risking everything off a kickback? We call it half. You risk, you risk your whole career over $50,000? You literally make that in a month. Well, then... You're going to create some tax issues with the $50,000. Because somebody's got to pay taxes on it because that's a gambling win. Yeah, and so when you start having... This was dumb. This is dumb. Hey, let's see the tape. What you got on the cameras? Oh, the names. Right there. Again, when you walk into a casino... Every... It's why the White House thing, right, is so silly. It's so dumb. It's not even a political comment. They know exactly who left the cocaine. They know precisely who, when, and where left the cocaine. 
It's on video. Because everything's in surveillance. Everything's on surveillance. You probably can't go to the restroom in the White House without someone knowing it. Yeah. Everything. The, the, oh, I, I mean, I would walk into the White House assuming everything was bugged. Well, because it is. As it should be. Yes. Fine with that. No problem. That's so why when they go, we just don't know where the cocaine came. Yeah, you do. You don't want to say. You, but you know precisely who, where, and when. No question about it. One million percent. Yeah. Yeah, I just didn't see that cat walk into the White House this morning. I wonder how it got in. <laughs> Damn this thing. I mean... A bag of cocaine left in the White House library. Yeah, they, that's that's on video. <laughs> One million percent. <laughs> Sorry. One source. I'm closing this now. I promise I'm done, but I, I just can't help myself. Uh, Neff was in the recruiting circuit full time, says a source. <laughs> He would work everyone. He was a slick talker, used car guy. Him being tied into this does not shock me. No. One source said. And again, if you're Bohannon, doesn't it kind of like that creep you out? Don't you, don't, doesn't your radar go off and you're like, ah, no, 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 this is not, not, I don't need to be associating here. Again, you're the head coach at Alabama and, and you're, you're doing well. You're going to make more money. Hell, you're going to be on the short list for better jobs. I assume, I mean, this is speculation because I don't really know. He might have met all these cats when he was at Kentucky. That's kind my, of up in that area a little guess. bit. That's my guess. He was at Kentucky from 2004 to 2015. Yeah, it was like 11 years. Yeah. yeah. That would make the most sense. He played at Vanderbilt and Georgia Tech, was an assistant at Wake for a couple of years, Kentucky for 11 years, Auburn for a couple of years, and then the head coach at Alabama from 18 to 23. I mean, frankly, I actually thought he was a pretty good coach. He is a good coach. He is a good coach. Was a good coach. Yeah, not anymore. All done. Yeah, he's – I guess he could go coach Juco somewhere maybe. They might give him a chance. Oh, somebody would. Yeah. I mean, Canizero got a job, somebody like – Oh, this is much worse than that. Frankly, what Canizero did no. was personal. Yeah. This is – This is This pe- is having to say, hey, what the hell? You bet on baseball. on your. You bet against your own team. Well, I mean – you're always looking for the the JUCO would go. Well, we have no betting lines. Right. What are you, what are you guys worried right. about? We're we're good. Right. No, it's but it's totally different than a coach. I mean, kind of transitioning. It's it's why I thought the most intriguing part of the Pat Fitzgerald getting fired yesterday was the acknowledgement in the press release that they found no evidence he had any knowledge, which gives another school at least the opening to go. Hey, I, we're going to talk about it in a minute. I I, I don't know where I, I've. I've got issues on this Fitzgerald thing. On both sides, though. I'm yeah. just confused. I, but I'm co- like, how did you go in 48 hours from we're suspending him for two weeks? And again, I'm not saying he shouldn't have been fired. I don't know enough, right? But how do you go from 48 hours ago, two weeks suspension, to he's fired? But then in the middle of that, you also had a remark that maybe you overreacted. They even had that remark at yeah. one point from one of the administrators. He was suspended to, hey, I might have jumped the gun, too fired. I mean, I know the answer is, well, there was backlash, and the media got involved, and someone dropped and, it, and someone dropped the R word. And it was becoming a mountain of players. But there were players also defending him. They were defending the connotation of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? As a joke. All right. Here's, we'll, 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 we'll jump, but... We'll jump to it in a minute. Here's my thoughts on it though you and i have covered Ole Miss for a while now yeah 
We hear things all the time. Sure. And I say that not to say, hey, we know things that we can't report. Or, no, it's not that. But I have to believe that if everything that you read in that daily Northwestern story was happening at Ole Miss, the naked bear crawls and naked slingshots and all the crazy stuff, I have to think we would have heard about something like that. That stuff would have gotten out. We'd have gotten wind of that. Uh, and so the fact that he's been there for 17 years and that it just now, I, I, that doesn't pass the smell test to me. Like I go, oh, wait, 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 why? What? Why now? One or two guys? Everyone's anonymous? I'm not saying it's not right. I'm just saying it's difficult for me to completely believe that it was that brazen and that constant, and nobody ever got wind of it. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy, with Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketplace platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results fast. It's okay if you don't know much about marketing. Constant Contact's writing assistant tools and automation features help you craft messaging and say the right things at the right time. I use this to help write and send my email newsletters, and you should too. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Yeah, we'll evaluate. I, like I said, I have pro- I agree with Neil, and I have issues on the other side too. So we'll go through it in a second. We'll tell you about Prime Shrimp. PrimeShrimp.com, seven different flavors available for you. Everything from the New Orleans style barbecue, the signature, those greater, those are two great all around options. Depending if it's lunch, throw them on a salad, dinner, or just a great snack, they will help you out. They'll take care of dinner tonight because when you get them in the mail, freeze them 10 minutes, freezer to plate restaurant quality shrimp with a prime shrimp. They uh, are safe in packaging, they come frozen. Don't worry about that. And if you're at a Rouse's market, you can pick them up right there off the, uh, the, the shelf. You can do that at any Rouse's, but if you're getting them mailed, Code RG, 25% off. You buy five pouches or more, you can mix and match. You can just get a bunch of your favorites. So that's 25% off with code RG at primeshrimp.com. 
The College Corner is coming to Oxford this fall. Their newest location will be at the Oxford Commons right off Sisk Avenue. They'll have more than 4,000 square feet of the best Rebel gear with plenty of parking available to staff. We'll have you in and out and ready for the Grove in no time. It's opening in mid-August. Also check out their website, collegecornerstore.com. Game Changer patches are the only two-patch system available in the market to stop hangovers before they start. The warm-up patch used before or while you drink. The overtime patch used after you've been drinking to recover while you sleep. The all-natural ingredients will keep you in the game. Ready for your next play, go to GameChangerPatch.com, promo code REBELGROVE20 at checkout for 20% off your purchase. Best socks you can put on your feet are found at Dead Soxy. They've got the uh, Ole Miss theme socks, the NIL socks, traditional socks, the uh, no-shows that I like a ton. You should check those out. DeadSoxy.com, promo code REBELGROVE for 25% off all non-licensed products. Brought to you by Pinnacle. Pinnacle home to the Pinnacle 401k advisory services team. Uh, get in touch with them, and uh, they'll give you a complimentary, no-obligation benchmarking and analysis of your current 401k plan. It's mypinwealth.com, M-Y-P-I-N-N wealth.com. We're brought to you by John Edwards, Regency Travel Incorporated in Memphis. Uh, get in touch with John if you think about vacation, still time this summer. A lot of people starting to make holiday plans. Get in touch with him. Just give him some parameters. It's important to give him a budget And then sit back. He's going to give you options you won't find on your own. 901-494-3387 or jedwards at regencytravel.net. Oxford's newest Greek restaurant on the square is the perfect place to plan your speaking of holiday, holiday party, corporate event, company dinner. They can accommodate up to 200 guests, fabulous food, great craft libations as well. Get in touch with Jeannie at uh, OPA to learn more about catering or booking information there. 601 Four two one seven one four seven. So okay, the uh, the cliff notes for anybody who has missed it to this point. Uh, this was broken by the Daily Northwestern, which is the school paper there uh, at Northwestern in Evanston. Fitzgerald was initially suspended for two weeks after a summary of the investigation's findings were made public on Friday. On Saturday, uh, Scheel, who is Michael Scheel, the university president, he said in a statement that he, quote, may have erred in weighing the appropriate sanction for Fitzgerald. The Daily Northwestern reported new details surrounding the hazing allegations earlier that day. On Monday, Scheel wrote the decision to relieve Fitzgerald of his duties came, quote, after a difficult and complex evaluation of my original discipline decision imposed last week on Coach Fitzgerald for his failure to know and present significant prevent significant hazing in the football program, Shill said the leadership for the upcoming season will be announced in the coming days. And a uh, there's a full review, blah, 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 blah. And that Fitzgerald essentially had – there was no proof that he had any direct awareness of what was going on um, is the, the last point there. It seems impossible that he, as Neil said, didn't know what was going on. Literally impossible. If it's all true. Correct. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yes. As the details are played out and believed, that seems impossible. Um, It defies logic, frankly. I don't know where on the scale we are because I also having a hard time believing there's nothing because there's too many kids. There's too many players. There's too too much stuff here. Um, It seems that some players are... um, completely backing Fitzgerald. They said that uh, it was, frankly, 
jokes, put a kind of a, a, a fun, a funny connotation, downplayed it in a, in a lot of different ways. Um, a statement attributed at one point to the entire Northwestern team appeared over the weekend. It defended Fitzgerald, saying the allegations were, quote, exaggerated and twisted. Um, Schill responded to that indirectly and said, while some student-athletes believed the hazing was in jest and not harmful, others viewed it as causing significant harm with long-term consequences. So, I don't know. The, the allegations are appalling. Where it falls, I don't know that anyone seems to know right now, including Northwestern, because they're getting a lot of he said, she said from a lot of different sides right now and not knowing kind of what way is up. I, I guess this really comes back to me of figuring out where you're putting Northwestern's administration on a credibility scale. Because if you believe that they are thorough and doing everything above board and completely whatever, they know some stuff, it's bad, and they got rid of him. And they knew that it was worth and they had no choice but to get rid of him given everything that was going on. The other side of that is it's a really beloved coach at Northwestern. It's a guy who has yeah. bled purple and white and black for his entire life and is replaced, this revered figure. And, replaced Randy Walker after he died of a heart attack yeah. and has been there ever since and has turned down overtures from other schools and the NFL to stay at Northwestern. He kind of is Northwestern football. Yeah. And again, I think it's relevant, as Matt says here, because this is relevant. Exaggerated and twisted doesn't mean it's wrong. Right. And I'm having a hard time figuring out how a naked bear crawl is an appropriate anything. No, 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 no. If that one fact is true, he knew it, and it's unacceptable. Sure. Those two things. I keep coming back to this. Let's say for the sake of this discussion that that happened over the course of years. Yeah, sure. Nobody got wind of it? Ever? Ever? University, town, athletic department. I mean, it took this long for players to say something? Like, because I mean, look, for a lot of guys... That's just like, nope, that's 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 the step too far. That's the bridge too far. Not doing it. Done. But crazy-ass hazing stuff happens on college campuses all the time where you look at it and you go, what was the kid thinking? And the answer is pressure, peer pressure. So maybe, I, I don't know. The part that kind of alarms me a little is that in 48 hours, we went from here to there. And it just tells me that the public pressure. Yeah to look a certain way in this, the climate that we live in today for him, for the president to go, Hey, look, y'all, y'all are all calling for me to fire this guy. We're going to do a deep dive, another deep dive. But until I get the results, we're not doing that. I'm going to have due process here. And it feels like, nope, the mob came to the door and he went, okay, here, here he is. That's what it looks like to me. And that's kind of the kind of culture that we live in right now. And he, which there could be a lot of reasons for this, but he immediately lawyered up. Um, yes. Breach of whatever it is. I don't know that it's necessarily breach of contract, but breach of process, I guess would be the, the yeah. word. Yeah. Um, 
So the good main thing is we'll see. I mean, at some point as that suit moves through in the next decade and a half, um, you'll find out some of the things that was known or what was what went into that decision because that's what the entire suit will be about is how you went from here to here and so quickly and right. what 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 caused that was it merely something about public sentiment or was it not? Um, so do we know who was supposed to be initiating the bear crawls? Well, the allegation that was made was that essentially it was the coaching staff as a whole. They just, I mean, yeah, just, okay. that, you know, Hey, a freshman's had a bad practice or didn't do something right. Let's, let's uh, punish him with the whole dry humping thing and all. I mean, again, all right. This is no judgment on anybody and anybody's lifestyle, but I know and you do too. You know, plenty of males who would go, no, I'm not doing that. No chance in hell. I'm not doing that. I mean, I'm about lifestyle period. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, I'm not, I'm, I'm not doing that. That's that's, I'm not doing, I'm not doing the naked stuff. No way. Not around a bunch of other guys, not doing it. Not going to happen. I'm out. You know, plenty of those people. So where are, where were those people? Maybe Northwestern didn't have any of those people. I, I, that's the part that I'm a little suspicious of. Not saying it didn't happen. I do kind of, I have some real questions about whether it's exaggerated. And I don't know. I'm not, I'm not passing judgment. I don't know. I have no idea. I don't cover Northwestern. Never been there. I guess I have been to Evanston, but I've, I've never covered Northwestern. Would he still be the coach today if they didn't go 1-11 last season? It's a great question. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. But what I do know is that it's difficult for me to believe that on a roster of 115 males, that there weren't a section of a cross section of the males in that room that went, no, no, I'm not doing this. Like Cole Kubelik said that the other, I think I'm repeating what something I said yesterday, but Cole played center at Auburn and he's like, I'm not, I would never have done the naked. He said, I would have just walked out. I'm not, that's, that's, that's a bridge too far. We all have things we'll, we all have a line that that's it. That's the line. Nope. Not doing that. And that's my point for a lot of guys. It's most things involving that. Yeah. Things that could be construed as sexuality. But that's I mean, a line. But I mean, it's just individual shame period. Forget sexuality. It's just simply right. You're revealing in ways that are, Heinous. I mean, it's, yeah, it's, 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 yeah, it's just the it's answer, demeaning as a human. The answer is to, are you going to crawl naked through this locker room and let people throw things at you? Or are you going to walk away? I think the answer for a lot of guys would be, I'm walking away. I'm not doing this. That's, that's not something I'm willing to do. I'll go run bleachers till I puke. Sure. But I'm not, not doing that. Little surprised in that. And that's just, there's a, there's a part of me that's kind of red flagged right there where I'm like, I don't know that I totally believe this. But then again, I don't have the information. I don't know. But we do live in a time where the desire to just cancel someone is powerful. And I do. Clearly, this would be be up, but beyond the line or whatever. I do wonder how much stuff sort of goes on, even when we're kind of near this, that we just don't hear. And Probably it, a lot. Yeah, and it, it's just commonplace and normal to the point that it's not even discussed. Well, here's the thing. If you're an, if you're a, running a college football program at any other school in the country today, from Ole Miss to Alabama to ULM to Troy to wherever, 
you're having a meeting today that goes, hey, whatever amateur silly jock crap that we we do it has to stop there can be no there can be no hazing there can be no initiation there can be no nothing well i mean it's what we mentioned too yesterday i mean gjg says it here pledges have to do some weird stuff at ole miss every year Mm -hmm. ole miss and every other college in the country and we don't hear about it so it is stuff that happens inside walls or whatever with college kids that yeah it's just part of the Oh, you hear part of the deal. You do hear about it, though. Yeah. But you know what I mean, right? Not publicly, not publicly, not unless you're in it to some degree. Yeah, or around it. You know what I mean? Connected in some capacity. Mm. I would bet the unders on Northwestern season for 2023. Um, yeah, so well, they're probably pretty low anyway. Just go under. Whatever the hell it is, just go under. Team, damn, done a hell of a job for a long time. Really hard place to win. I do have some thanks to Grind pointing this out on DraftKings. I do have some uh, early lines on future games. See, yeah. Um, what do you got? Let's see, I'm trying to get back to that where I was. Um, um, um. I'm almost there. Just hang tight. I saw some lines, but I wasn't sure if they were real or not. South Carolina is a two-point dog versus North Carolina. That's a week one game. I'm I'm, I'm getting there. I lost my spot. Uh, week two, a couple of lines. Here we go. Week two, Texas A&M is a six-and-a-half-point favorite at Miami. Alabama, a seven-point favorite at home against Texas. Seven. Seven. Okay. Week three, here's a huge line. Georgia, 24-point favorite over South Carolina in week three in Athens. Florida, a seven-and-a-half-point underdog at home against Tennessee. Vegas does not like the Gators. I don't either. LSU, a nine-point favorite at Mississippi State. Um, Week four, Florida State's a two-and-a-half-point underdog at Clemson. Okay. Um. Arkansas is a 13-and-a-half-point underdog at LSU. Ole Ole Miss gets 15-and-a-half at Alabama. 15. 15-and-a-half at Alabama. I took Ole Miss to cover that today. I think I would, too. Uh, LSU the next week. LSU is a a four-and-a-half-point favorite at Ole Miss. What's interesting about that is that can't be true and the lines that led to McMurphy's story being true. Right. Uh, Georgia is an 18-and-a-half-point favorite at Auburn. Oh, okay. Uh, Texas A&M and Arkansas play the Jerry World game. As of today, you can get Texas A&M minus three-and-a-half. Interesting line there. Uh, South Carolina is a 13-point dog at Tennessee. Uh, games of October the 7th, Alabama is a eight-and-a-half-point favorite at Texas A&M. Texas is a uh, six-point underdog against Oklahoma in Dallas at the Cotton Bowl. Okay. Um, October 14th, Arkansas is an 18-point underdog at Alabama. Texas A&M, an eight-and-a-half-point underdog at Tennessee. Vegas does not like the Aggies that much. Uh, Auburn is a 16 and a half point underdog at LSU. 
I'm just keeping looking. Uh, next week, Tennessee is a nine and a half point dog at Alabama. Georgia is a 21 and a half point favorite today in the cocktail party against Florida. 21? 21 and a half. Um, these are Saturday, November the 4th. Texas A&M, a three point underdog at Ole Miss. Texas A&M plus three at Ole Miss. LSU, a seven-point underdog at Alabama. Same day. So DraftKings has Ole Miss nine and three on individual games. Yeah. Uh, Most likely. That's what it looks like. Uh, Ole Miss is a 19-and-a-half-point underdog today at Georgia. Sure. Um, Georgia's an eight-point favorite at Tennessee. Ole Miss is a in the Egg Bowl. If you want to bet the Egg Bowl today – you can get Ole Miss minus one and a half at okay. DraftKings. The funniest part of that is the Vegas line lack of parity. Ole Miss, a nine and three club that two of their losses are by more than two touchdowns on lines. Yeah. A 19 and a half and a 15 and a half on a team that is projected per lines to go nine and three. And a seven point at home. Yeah. Seven point dog at home. That's that's fascinating. Well, it tells you that for all the talk next week about parity and stuff. It's still those two teams. Vegas doesn't believe it. They don't believe it, and they don't think the public believes it. Right. Because Vegas wants doubles right. on both sides. They're playing off of what your head thinks, too. They think everybody's still going to ride Bama. Vegas is high on Tennessee. They're high on LSU. And they're fairly high on Ole Miss. They are down on South Carolina, down on Texas A&M. That's a great question by Sammy. What happens today if some anonymous Georgia players say they were hazed? They better have a lot of proof. A lot of proof. A lot of proof, yep. And there better be more than one. They better get the hell out of Georgia. <laughs> I mean, it's just it's just true. It's just the that's the real politic answer of the question is there better be more than one of you, and you better have a lot of proof. Yeah, call it what you want to call it. It's truth. So yeah, podcast brought to you in part by G and M Pharmacy six six two two three six two 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 two. They deliver locally in the Oxford area, and they offer MedSaint. If your prescriptions the same day each month and take care of you. They will also help help you transfer your medications. That's really simple. You make one phone call. They do the rest. You can leave those big box pharmacies. Use a community pharmacy that takes care of you. That's Holly Springs with Tyson Drugs or Oxford with GNM. Again, 662-236-2222. Brought to you by Service Specialist Staffing and Recruiting Agency, connecting great job opportunities to candidates since 1967. We told you yesterday about if you're looking for a job, if your company is looking to hire quality, hard-to-find talent, they can help you as well. Keep in mind that payment of service is solely contingent on if you decide to hire a candidate that they send. You've got nothing to lose, so give Will, Sydney, or Kelsey a call at 662-832-5138 or check out their new and improved website, servicespecialistltd.com. Get the beautiful and healthy smile you deserve at Corinth Dental. Dr. Bubba McQueen, Dr. Jenny Beth Hendrick are devoted to restoring and enhancing the natural beauty of your smile using conservative, state-of-the-art procedures 
that will result in a beautiful, long-lasting smile from routine checkups to advanced treatment, including implants and Invisalign. Corinth Dental is here to help you achieve your smile goals. Schedule your appointment today. Take the first step toward a better version of yourself. It's CorinthDental.com. Southern Traditions Farm is a 68-acre, 32-stall, upscale equestrian training and boarding facility in Canton, Mississippi. They've got two sand rings, a grass ring, miles of wooded trails, so much offered at Southern Traditions, horseback riding offerings from beginner lessons to advanced lessons to being able to compete at nationally recognized competitions. For uh, questions or information about lessons, boarding, or sales, just get in touch with them on Facebook or Instagram at Southern Traditions Farm. Did you see this crazy Chiefs thing about their super fan? No. Did you see this? I did not. A man known as the Kansas City Chiefs super fan, Chiefs Aholic, has been charged in federal court with one count of bank theft and one count of transporting stolen property across state lines after being a fugitive for four months, according to the U.S. Attorney's Office in Missouri. Xavier Michael uh, Babadar, 28, was charged on May 24th. The complaint was unsealed and made public Monday following his arrest in Lincoln, California on July 7th. He was originally charged in Tulsa County, Oklahoma, in connection to a robbery in December 22. After being released on bond, he allegedly removed his ankle monitor in 2023. Um, according to the office, he was located near Sacramento, traveled through the Midwest to perpetrate a string of robberies at various banks and credit unions per an affidavit cited in the release. He launched, he laundered the robbery proceeds through area casinos and bank accounts, and he was like their main like wow let me get on tv show you super fan guy for the uh kansas city chiefs so oh never know who you're uh promoting sometimes when you just uh put the tv on those cats uh adam silver said yesterday that he uh, would like to look into expansion uh citing las vegas and seattle as two possibilities for those extra teams went on to call uh, Vegas the, quote, 31st franchise, despite them not having a team with all the presence they have there in Vegas. Well, NBA Summer League has become an incredibly successful venture for the NBA. Mm -hmm. And the whole NBA convenes there for basically 10 to 11 days. It's it's gone incredibly well. And, yeah. It's an actual tournament, right? It's – Yes and no. It, okay. Technically, yes. Not everybody treats it like No a one's caring to win the summer league. No. I mean, yeah. It's a running joke that Portland wins it all the time and that they actually care, but <laughs> no. And, and the truth is Portland doesn't care. They, so who plays? Uh, your, I mean, I know the rookies play. Your rookies, but, a lot of times your second-year guys play. Okay. Because uh, they, they learned a lot in year one, and now they kind of make a jump. And you see like Jabari Smith is playing for Houston. Uh, uh, some of the Thunder guys – that played last year are playing Jalen Williams, Santa Clara, Arkansas, the Santa Clara one played the first half of one game, scored 20 points. And they said, that's it. Get out. Oh, do you really? And then the one from Arkansas, they're probably about to shut him down. He's had a really good season. And then Chet Holmgren's playing. Of course, Victor Wimanyama played. They shut yeah, him down, but he played Brandon Miller. Uh, Brandon Miller's playing. Um, uh, they jo- shut Wimanyama down. Yeah. Just, there's no point. You know, he played, he got a taste of it. I've been. It's a lot of fun. It's 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 not terrible basketball. Can we go back to the uh, home run derby? That's just give me ten outs or twenty swings. I don't like this clock. I didn't watch a single second of it. You hit as many home runs as the clock allows. What's well, yeah. a stamina competition? 
You're not even watching the thing. You're just swinging and swinging. I mean, I, I saw where Rodriguez hit 41 in one thing, and like he he, you know, he was toast. Yeah, yeah. it was fine because they're in Seattle and it's whatever. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah like, it, but he had nothing left. I don't like it. I think it's a decent TV product, but like, let's admire the 475 foot home run. Yeah, give me the outs. Make you be efficient. Yeah, 20 swings or 10 outs. I don't care how you do it. Whatever you want to do, don't care. But this time thing. I mean, I guess it works. People were talking about it. They had a great. It was super. Yeah. I'm probably yelling at the cloud. I get that. But I mean, I'm still in favor. I've told you this. I'm still in favor of handing them aluminum bats. Let's see how far they can hit it. Well, you got to get people the hell out of that stadium. I know. You wouldn't be able to put anybody in the infield. I mean, would you give Pete Alonzo an aluminum bat? You think it could potentially be unsafe in the outfield seats? Yes. Some of these cats, the way yeah, they... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you would see some 125s plus well, look, on some exit velocities. Yeah, you'd see... I mean, I used to joke with people about this, but like Kemp Alderman when he was hitting, like if you were right there just past the left field wall, just kind of enjoying a beer, you need to be alert when he hits. Yeah. Because a ball coming off a bat at 116 miles an hour gets from it's home, moving. Gets yeah, from yeah, home yeah, plate yeah. to that first row of left field pretty, pretty quickly. fast. Yeah. Look, I'm just going to tell you, I, I remember watching Nolan Arenado take BP for the Colorado Rockies and thought I would never be anywhere that was not behind a net. Yeah, that's what he says here. He goes, you can't, we don't know the distance of the homers because the swing happens every four seconds. They're just, I mean, just hacking. Yeah. Calm down. It's Yeah, it's not. Let's, I want to watch the majestic home run. Yeah, let's. Like, wow. Someone hits a ball 500 feet. Because I was watching I Alonzo watch last night, and I got almost confused because nobody's been paying attention. He just swings and comes back down, and they kind of show where it's headed to the seats. But you don't really have time. Yeah, I mean, you've got 10 dudes who hit it like Kemp, but harder. I know. Right there. I, I, it's just I, crazy. I want to see what's possible. I'm good with it. Like, I'd Bryce Harper with an aluminum oh, bat. Hand Vlad Jr., aluminum bat. Let's see what happens. Dear God. Fernando Tatis with yeah. a, I mean, holy, no. I wouldn't want to be out there. Because, I mean, even in college, when they would do the college home run derby, they let them bring any bat they want, and they yeah. would bring those late 90s drop fives. Yeah. And, I mean, you're seeing missiles. I mean, it's just... I mean, Kemp would hit one 550 feet. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. Let's, let's do it. I would be concerned about the one that he kind of mishit and hit it on the line drive. Oh. And, by God, let him accidentally get way ahead of one or something oh, like that, and you're, yeah, you're hitting yeah, yeah. a line drive into a area. Yeah, no. No, no. Hardman says the Korean Baseball League has a bunt championship. I'm in. Uh, I'd, I'd watch. I'm in. Fun. I got down a rabbit hole a couple of nights ago of watching Jim Abbott highlights, of watching him field and throw with one hand. Oh, yeah. I just spent a minute on that. I don't know why. It just Ginger says Rutschman was the most fun to watch. It's because he is the most fun player in baseball to watch. I think that's a valid. I'm so in on Atlee Rutschman. The Orioles are fun. <laughs> the Dude. Orioles are great. It's it's coming, and they've got guys in their system that are on their way that are really good players. 
like multiple holidays. I mean, I, I mean I'm kind of like by the hat in in Baltimore right now. Like, oh, totally. I can get about what I need watching Orioles and Braves. No, no question. In fact, if you just told me I can watch the Braves, I can watch the Orioles, and I can watch Shohei, yeah. totally. In. <laughs> That's it. I'm good. That's all I need. Uh, Tampa to a degree, although they're sort of corporate. The Orioles are fun. The Braves are fun, and Shohei is fun. The rest of it, I mean, there's other dudes, but those are my guys. I'm jealous of Braves fans. I, it's too late to jump on that wagon, but God, what an organization. You are in a bit of a bot. You can't do it. You can't do that. I can, I can jump on Baltimore right now a little bit. See where uh, Shohei, speaking of, in his all-star game media time, he reiterated that he's tired of losing and those feelings get stronger year by year. From uh, Shohei there. Don't like the Angels' chances of re-signing their uh, two-way star. It's the Angels' deal. We'll 45 talk, and 46. We'll talk about it a lot over the next three weeks. They're like seven out of the division, five out of the wild card. That's correct. Trout's hurt. Rendon's hurt. They're not good enough. It's not going to happen. And you've got 20 days. You have to trade him. You do. And a smart fan knows you have to trade him. Yeah. So just let it be what it but is. I, I get the idiots are going to. Artie Moreno is not a smart fan. He's just a really rich guy. You have no choice. You can't let him walk and get if, nothing. If you're the front office and you go to Artie Moreno and say, we've got to trade Shohei, and he says, no, you can't do it. I quit. I'd walk Will away. somebody else hire me? I'm done. I'll go work for any of the other major league teams in the in the country or the world, whatever. I'm out. I'm shopping Shohei Otani at the All Star break, the rest of the way, and I'm trading him at the deadline. And it will suck, and it will be a horrible dark day oh, for my franchise. Suck. But I'm getting some prospects for him because otherwise you're just getting nothing. Otherwise you're getting like a pick like the Cubs got for losing literally yeah. that pick. Yeah, that comp pick. I mean, so nothing. Mr. and Mrs. Wiggins, I'm sure he's a wonderful child, but <laughs> you don't trade Shohei Otani for Jackson Wiggins. You get like six dudes, right? And at least try. Pray that – I mean, what I do is I shop him and I make the Dodgers – the Dodgers don't want him to go somewhere else and fall in love with it. I make the Dodgers give me their farm system. Does getting him for the rental give you a give you a higher chance of keeping him? Gives you a chance. I mean, you get well, you have a chance anyway. But it gives you a better chance. Sure. Here's a question: If you're the Braves, how much of your farm system do you trade for a Shohei Otani rental for two months, with the hopes that you can? I've got to. I've got to think. I have a damn good chance of resigning him, or I don't yeah. do it. I just. I just don't. Maybe I'm too conservative, but no. I agree with Sammy, by the way. I think Artie Moreno is not going to do it. It's malpractice. It's stupidity. But I don't think he's going to do it. And if you're Shohei, you do not do anything that prevents you from going to free agency. Oh, God, no. No, no, no. You want the bidding war because who knows where it goes. I mean the the let Boston LA get going and I've talked to a major league baseball executive who said five hundred and fifty million dollars is the floor. The floor. 
I know the mechanics of it and the economics of it are way beyond just on-field performance, but my God. I know. Because when he gets hurt, you're losing two players, not one. Mm-hmm. And what happens if he deteriorates a little bit trying to do it all? Although there are no signs of deterioration, and he's, what, 27? And he's got that magnetic personality, and if you put him in a big media market, you would make an absolute – and I know he's in L.A., but he's in, he's in Anaheim. Yeah. He's in Orange County. It's not the same thing. All right. What what happens? How big of a deal is Shohei Otani in a Met uniform, in a Yankee uniform, in a Dodger uniform? I don't know. What's your guess? My guess has always been the same, that he's a Dodger. Dodger. Yeah. You think he just moves down the freeway? That's what I think. Would you put the Red Sox at two? I don't know. Probably. Maybe the Mets, because the Mets are insane. Although, if I'm Shohei, I don't know that I want to be a Met. Mm -mm. I feel like I'm in Anaheim a little bit there, even though it's not the same. Well, but it kind of is. Yeah. You're not the Yankees. You're not the Yankees. And then after that, I don't know. Is there a surprise coming? Is it it Philadelphia? Is it it the Cubs? Is it Atlanta? Those are the teams that sort of get mentioned sometimes. He doesn't feel like what Atlanta would do. No. They've been more methodical than that. Yeah. I mean, I'll take it. Put him and Acuna in the same lineup and well, let's, let's, I mean, let's, let's roll. Sure. But. Nah. I suspect you'll see him do a bit of a tour. Four or five places. San Francisco gets mentioned a lot. The Giants have a really good organization and a ton of room. That, that comes up. Mm-hmm. But if I'm him. I'm. This is probably the last time you're a free agent. I'm doing the whole dog and pony show. I'm seeing whether I can turn this into a bidding war and someone gives me $800,000. $800 million, I should say. How dumb are you guys willing to get? Let's get there. Well, as an organization, you just start going, okay, what's it worth to us? You know, if you're, if you're the Cubs, for example. What what does Shohei Otani do for you? Mm-hmm. And a ton. I mean, and the answer is a ton. Yeah. And you run the metrics on what would it mean for your streaming platform? There's a lot there. Merch, season tickets, endorsements, the whole deal. But the fact that he says I'm tired of losing, hmm. Tells you that's going to be a factor in this thing too, because he yeah. wants to he wants to play in the postseason. So you're going to have to sell him on if you came to our team, we're a world we series are a, contender. We are a playoff team. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. So, all right. More as the week uh, goes on. Hope all of you have a uh, wonderful day. Stay locked in rebelgrove.com. If anything comes up with uh, the portal draft and more, we'll have your coverage and your uh, threads there for that. And we'll talk to you again tomorrow. Stay safe. Talk to you then. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? 
Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.